Hey, this is Romancing the Zone, a podcast about a podcast about boys playing tabletop games. I'm Nell Bailey. I'm Brittany Bailey. And I'm Ann Kern. Let's roll. Um, well, it's a six. Hmm. I mean, maybe it's a nine, but that doesn't really help. <laughs> it doesn't really help. I could roll it again. It was a really bad roll. I just kind of like I mean, threw it. We can't always just re-roll you, I, whenever. No, I mean, you again. have to make a that case for 11, rolling not much with advantage. Better. Yeah, right. you, can't, you can't just do it. You know, sometimes we have bad rolls and we just, we have to deal with the you rolls that we're given. Them. Yep. Not every roll is going to be a great one. Not every day is going to be a great one. That's right. This show is full of life lessons for you. Welcome back, everyone. <laughs> Oh, it feels like it's been a minute, but it's been the normal amount of time. I think it's just a lot of life has happened. Oh, everything is happening right now. In real life, in this fantasy life. Oh, my goodness. I did immediately gasp right here at the top when they, uh, like, he used the word brand on Fitz. And I went, (laughs) yeah. Was it the same, like, horror of beach body season is upon us? And now. Well, yeah, I think just the fact that, like, it's a. I mean, it's a very obvious area, whether or not you're mm-hmm. going to go hit the beach. Um, if you'll turn and notice, I have updated the murder board with a brief, <gasps> a quick sketch mm. of his new brand. So there we go. And I'm seeing next to it a full sketch of uh, Fitzroy and Justice Skippy. So I see you I mean, that. we're it's not going to, you know. <laughs> you got to... So- <laughs> Sometimes you just got to have a little extra. It's him and his skivvies, and then the one next to it is, like, the zoom in of, like, oh, also this brand is now on his collarbone. I really wanted all of it displayed. We just have to know. You just, have to have a visual you have at to. all times. And I'm, now why is the fear bug sketch? You know, just sometimes you need a full, and mm-hmm. don't don't keep looking to the right, and then you get argued. Uh, well, okay, we're done. Okay, we're done they're here. all up there. Turn, turn around, turn around, back to the Flip game. Flip that board over real quick. <laughs> oh, we flipped to the wrong board. There has to be a beach episode. That's oh, that's absolutely. the beach board. <laughs> that's it. We'll bring that beach board back out episode. later. I love it. I was a little uh, surprised by this actually because I had legit thought in in the last episode that this was like I understood that it was part of some magic that Althea was doing. But I yeah. thought it was just sort of like, oh, I'm going to try and shake him out of this weird mystical right. coma that he's in, kind of, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, yeah. I, I didn't know for sure that this was going to be, um, like, the part of the spell was this permanent, apparently, Mark, I guess, right. because it was magic. They can't remove it with magic, maybe. I don't know how this works. How does how does magical plastic surgery work? Wow. That's true. Let's Google that. <laughs> um, but that's exactly it. I think it is, it, it'll be interesting if they even try to see mm. if they can do anything about the mark that was left. Um, but yeah, the fact that it was really just buying him a six hour window, yeah. essentially, to mm-hmm. try to actually stop this. This was not the, the solve. For the curse. Yeah. I love a, a crank scenario. I'm probably the only right. one of us who's seen crank, but... <laughs> Apparently Brittany's with you. I have not seen it. Well, it was not a crank reference, but I did also have... I love a time limit in my games. Yeah. I love that added pressure. As a procrastinator, it's the only way to get me to do it's, things. <laughs> it's how to get you moving, that's for sure. But I did appreciate the fact that uh, Fitzroy was understandably frustrated mm-hmm. with the fact that he has now been branded. <laughs> But that he was able to bring it back and stop and thank right. Althea for recognize him. that this yeah. did save my life. Appreciate yes. appreciate you, Althea. Appreciate you, Argo. Argo, because he was a part of it. So absolutely, he was. He knows how to prioritize fits. I think right. you know, like what, exactly. which is the yeah. most important thing here in this scenario. Absolutely. <laughs> 
And he does want to know, where the hell is Calhane immediately? Ooh, and yes. I just, I loved the line of Argo saying, you know the fear bog. He'd probably beat him within an half, within an inch of his life, but he'd save the last inch for you. <laughs> That's romance, you guys. <laughs> They're all just in lovey-doveyness with each other. It's just so sweet. Uh, we do also find out that it is very weird that the spirit of the Scarlet Woods had a conversation with them. Althea is uh, quite shook. Yes. Yeah, and she she specifically says that spirits are not just old magic, but that they are also wild magic. So there may be some Mm -hmm. kind of connection to Fitz here. Although it was Argo who could hear the spirit first, so we don't really know what that means yet, if anything. Well, you know what? I went back just to see, and I Mm. think I wrote it later in the notes, but we're on it right now. So I doubled back to check, and it's after Fitzroy shouted, because he felt stupid about it, mm-hmm. but he said he was going to shout out to see if anybody was there. Right. And it was after that that Argo heard it. Oh, mm-hmm. so it may okay. still have been responding. I think it may still Fitz. have been Fitzroy getting its attention. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Just a possibility. Hmm. This feels like something that will come up again later. Yes. Uh, that's, I think you know, so, too. Put a pin in yes. that. It may come up again later. <laughs> Put a pin in the, um, it's just a pile of leaves. We don't have a picture of the spirit <laughs> up there. <laughs> well, and we don't get much more time here to discuss the fact that the spirit was talking to them. Uh, because, again, Fearable has been, quote unquote, caught having taken this thing. And here come the centaurs with him and Calhane mm-hmm. to try to wrangle up all of our boys. And now Rhodes and her party, too, are somewhat, are apparently also being accused. Mm-hmm. And the scene, the way they set the scene is pretty great of having Rhodes and Fearbulg tied up, which is alarming. Yeah. With yeah. how powerful both of them are. And then we have Calhane bringing up the rear, in my brain at least. I, I saw mm. it this way. and I, I saw him kind of behind, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And noticeably different in how he carries himself. Uh-huh. What a douchebag. What mm. what a player he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Playing them all for chumps. Mm-hmm. And he's got this uh, this black glove with this magic sigil of some kind on it. Yeah. I think anybody in one black glove you should probably Just, be worried about. That doesn't right. seem... Keep an eye on that. Seems, seems ominous. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. God bless Argo Keen and that keen eye, wink, wink, wink. Right. Noticing the black on black embroidery mm-hmm. of runes. Clint has a real ability to have these characters who, one, he just plays so well, but, you know, you had Ned Chicane with his chicanery, and now you have Argo Keen with his keen senses. <laughs> That's true. He is delivering some old school, this is how you build a character realness. <laughs> and Argo does, he's trying immediately to reason this out, let's talk this out, but... You know, Malwin's not having it. Yeah. I mean, I would say that the tent flipping thing didn't really help their case. I mean, it it definitely helped their coolness, but it did not help their case. It is absolutely dope as hell. That is for sure. Tasty points added to the murder board. Good job. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad all the Thundermen took a moment to appreciate the fact that the Fearball did flip a fucking tent over. (laughs) The war tent. My goodness. (laughs) But yeah, unfortunately for them, this this uh, the the everyone's been turned against them, 
Mm-hmm. And yes. they're also having some pretty successful divide and conquer from Calhane yeah. here because now Malwin and Arcturus are distrustful of each other, which right. surely was his goal the whole time to, to try to create a rift between more of a rift between these mm-hmm. two communities. Yeah, he gets pretty close to being able to take out our boys as as well as still make these two tribes not trust each other because now mm-hmm. it's, well, these are, I guess, schoolboys. So who did help them? Who... <laughs> Helped them commit this crime. Right. Mm-hmm. Calhoun's really doing like 28 birds, one apple situation or <laughs> flies. I don't know. Like he's, so, he's getting a lot done. Honestly, if he were not the apple. bad guy. There it is. Like props, bonus. Like I mean, you, you got promoted because <laughs> kind of uh-huh. killing it <laughs> with how much he's getting done Very with efficient. the one apple. Yeah. Definitely extra credit here for this. <laughs> Absolutely. Which is all we're after in the school setting. Well, and you know what the other takeaway I got from us hearing more about Melwin and uh, Arcturus? I was like, did you guys have a good relationship? Because it doesn't Hmm. necessarily... But you know what? I'm only getting the tail end of it. I'm only getting bits and pieces. Mm -hmm. But definitely more talking for sure needs to happen. Yes. Like in any relationship. Of course. Maybe some couples therapy would be a good choice. Uh Yeah. Maybe that's what the spirit can do for them. <laughs> oh, maybe. Speaking of couples therapy, we know a throuple that doesn't need therapy because Whoa. apparently they mm-hmm. came up with a theme song for the Thunderman uh, LLC. This. And I was like, was this, because didn't Griffin once before start singing a Thunderman yes, theme song? Yes, he, he did. And was it the same one? I did not go back and check. I think it, it was, was basically. It was for sure close enough. Okay. Yeah. Because, yeah, here comes the fundament. Like, I didn't go back and listen to it, but I was like, this feels like the same idea. I bet it was. And knowing Griffin, knowing Griffin is a musician, and mm-hmm. like, you know I would think, yeah. Release the theme song, Griffin, right. please. Well, that's exactly it. He I'm sure he does have it memorized because you know he's been composing. You know we're going to get that full track later. Mm, and you know he's been composing. Ah, mm-hmm. So good. We'll get more into that later. But yes, he starts humming this theme song. And the boys know. The, they they know to, okay, he's about to do something. This is very good because mm-hmm. it not only kicks off what they're doing <sighs> here, it gives them advice. Vantage. Yes, girl. Was it Travis or Griffin that give us this amazing visual of the thunder wave, everyone being knocked down except for our boys and Calhane, which mm-hmm. is so appropriate. Because mm-hmm. I feel like he's the only one that's really aware of what's going on. So could brace for yeah. something like this. And knows like these boys are going to fight back. Uh-huh. This was a really good like anime moment of this yes, like, wave of course. Exactly. Mm. It's such an anime moment. Takes me back to my Naruto days. Yes. One hundred percent. Ooh, ooh. And oh god. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like seriously, every part of this just made my little gamer heart just beat like a little hummingbird. <laughs> yes. So excited. <laughs> Cause the gameplay of Clint asking Justin, like, oh, is there a way for the furball to get out of his bonds? And Justin laughing. <laughs> like, yeah, I got a fucking way of getting out of my bonds. Like, I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> like, so excited about what's about to happen. You love to hear when Justin's got something mm-hmm. up his sleeve. Uh-huh. It never disappoints. Well, and so even though Calhane was not knocked back by this thunder wave argo is seeing him as much as he is seeing them he shoots a little little rock at him uses a sling knocks him off his guard (laughs) just a little david and goliath it's a pretty good distraction i mean it's it's and i think it's one of those things where 
from outside of it, you would say, oh, well, why would you do something that's not really going to do significant damage? Like, why would you waste a turn on that? But but a distraction for another mm-hmm. character to take action is actually a really Absolutely. smart strategic move. When you are a part of a team, that's where, like, you don't always have to be the heavy hitter. You don't always have to do uh-huh. the bad damage. Sometimes your whole purpose is hey, I'm going to make him look this way so you can get in there and get that shit. And this is such a, a call to their their teamwork, their teamship is the word that I like to throw around course. all the time. That's not a word. but It's not, but we've always used it. <laughs> we have. And that all this is happening concurrently at the same time. Like, right. there's not seconds between. It really is thunder wave, uh, sling. sling, and fairbog. Doing his shit, remembering he's a <laughs> druid, and changes into a fucking bloodhawk. I was not familiar Girl. with what bloodhawks were either, but I it does sound am. like a metal band, like, oh, for sure. It's... Absolutely. I'm looking it up right now. In our last, in, in the best, the best campaign Ooh. I ever played, my, uh, one of our players had a bloodhawk familiar, and so mm. I got very excited <laughs> when I heard <laughs> that he was turning into a bloodhawk. I was like, yes! Yeah, it looks... Like a vicious Pokemon, sort of. <laughs> As it's you definitely expect. something you'd want on your team. 100%. And they got it. They got it. There goes a fear bulk. And, you know, I like that Argo did use his turn to use that sling. Because I think it's also so fitting. Like, of all people, I'm glad it was him. Mm-hmm. Because he is such a, like, I'm here to support. And he's never trying to. Like, he wants to be recognized and appreciated for sure. But his whole thing is making those openings. So I love yeah. that, like, even without them plotting this out, they're still able to hit these realistic character marks. And it just, it makes for such a good story. He's a mm-hmm. good sidekick. He's very good. Really leaning into it. I love it. Well, and the Fear Bulk makes a, a good choice here, too, to rather than, like, just go for the attack, to go for yeah. the bag with the apple in it, which is something they need first, potentially. Mm-hmm. 100%. Like, grab that before he can do anything to it, before somebody else can do something mm-hmm. to it. Fear Bulk is very good at keeping his eye on the prize. Like, this is our... End goal. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. we need this apple. I do love it. Like... The way that this all shakes out, and again, almost like partially by chance, but also just the way that these boys play it, Argo being a great support, Fearbulg, eyes on the prize, this is what we need in the end, and Fitzroy ends up being kind of the the power. He's going to move it along Mm -hmm. and keep it going. Which again makes sense as he is the chief villain of the group. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, as a... I wrote Fearbird. <laughs> did you mean to? Uh-huh. Because that's so great. I did mean to because I was like, well, he's a he's a bird at the moment. He's a Fearbird. Uh, so as he's snatching this bag, uh, Argo goes next, I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, you know, just cool, chill, just semi cuts a man's hand off. Well, oh mostly. He mostly cuts it off. He semi cuts it off. <laughs> I feel like Calhane is learning very quickly. Oh, so quickly. You do not fuck with these boys, boy. <laughs> do like, not. he done did a bad thing, and he is going he to is pay. living that moment of when keeping it real goes wrong right now. <laughs> like, that is just constantly, like, immediately he was like, oh, no, I did, I, I did done, did a bad thing. You for sure underestimated these little baby first years. You absolutely did. There's blood everywhere, Calhane. <laughs> it's just it is, it is escalating extremely quickly. You yes. have no apples and you have a hand that's barely hanging on. Oof. 
Which does make Fitzroy feel slightly better. So it's pretty clear that this hand and this glove, there's some kind of connection to this curse. I guess that's his cursing arm. Uh, (laughs) It's his dominant hand. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Would it be your dominant hand or your non-dominant hand? It's an interesting question. I I think I would like to curse with my dominant hand just because I'd feel more powerful. Mm. But Mm. I don't know. It's a good question. Maybe he's ambidextrous. Maybe. We'll follow up with him later. Oh, wait. (laughs) Never mind. Um, Anyway, you know what else I like about this? Um, (laughs) Because... We have Travis now playing 18 people, and <laughs> I like that Rhodes can't do much because she's still she's still bound at the wrist, but she's able to do that sweet move where she hops, brings mm. her hands back yes. in front of her, and she stands in front of Fitz. Mm-hmm. I liked that. I liked that very, little yes. detail. I thought that was very good. Yeah. Like plays she, into, like, she is a hero. Yeah. Right. Straight up. She knows that these boys didn't do the thing that they're mm-hmm. being accused of, and she knows mm-hmm. that, like, now I just have to help them out. Yeah. And of them, clearly this one is the one that, like, powerful though he may be, he is hurt. He is cursed. Mm -hmm. He was very near death. Yeah. Uh And he is kind of, yeah, where where the ire lives at this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if anybody can do something, it might be him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I do want to talk about Mal and going for the hawk and Justin's fucking voice work. I'm like, yeah, oh my god, good luck. <laughs> I'm a goddamn hawk. It was. <laughs> and I will say, it, it goes to the benevolence of their very, very benevolent DM that mm-hmm. they did not give Malin uh, advantage with her yeah. being such. Uh, a hunter or yeah she sure. has such prowess yeah. in hunting yeah. and the hawk is burdened so I would right. have argued like if he wanted to but it's fine it was it was a beautiful scene as is, <laughs> he, so. is he is burdened and he is burdened Bur- you can't ah, really make a pun and in no, audio <laughs> out <laughs> <laughs> I will allow <laughs> Fear bird. I will not allow burdened. <laughs> burdened. I think burdened's very good. Let's leave it up to you, the listener, to decide. Ah, that'll be our poll. <laughs> That's a poll. What's our best pun this time? <laughs> but so then Callahan does start the fire, which of course yes. there's just a lot of burnables around. So of course <laughs> the tents start going up. I'm sure there's some lovely centaur tales that it's like, oh god, no. Yeah. Oof. And and just hairdos. You know they probably just, spent some time on. Oh my gosh, on. they have beautiful hair. Stop oh. it. And the fact that they saved. Our boy saved. Yes. So they only take 17 points of fire damage. You know, mm. just Oof. just a cool 17. They're just, uh. they're just singed. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> just, it's, it'll be okay. Just a little sooty. <laughs> I mean, it does give them a pretty powerful backdrop, right? Mm, this like yeah. flaming tent in the background. It certainly does. For Fitz's move. Fitz, Fitz looks hot as hell yes. right now, Oof. you guys. Literally, he is. Literally. <laughs> he pats out any fire that's on his tunic and just that blaze behind him. Mm. Mm. Which he doesn't even look at. He's, He's too He's not cool. even looking. He doesn't give a shit. All he cares about is rolling up to Calhane, Grabbing him. Rages. Oof. Grabbing him by the mostly severed hand. As soon as he did, you knew. We all knew what he was about to do. And I was still like, girl. I mean, there's still a little barbarian in him. Let's face some facts Let's face some Hmm. facts. 
this part I didn't quite understand. I didn't mm-hmm. go back enough to be like, wait, what exactly? So Fitz does a spell on him, right? Where he can when see he rages, his hands. Okay. When he rages, he goes into that wild magic. Mm-hmm. And this time oh. it happened to be one where he could Got see it. your motivation. So uh. again, what luck. Wow. Wow. No. Yeah, they could have y'all could have ruined this moment <laughs> for sure. <It> was <laughs> like, the universe supplies when you need it, it's there. Oh, it wanted this story to happen and yeah. it wanted it to happen so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean otherwise it could have been like, you know, you you, <laughs> you walk up with this fire behind you oh and you grab this guy by his injury and then you make it rain pudding. Um, right. <laughs> Teleport twenty yards the other way. Wait, hold on. Run back over. Okay. Like, oh, shit, that was really, okay, well, but no, we get to see his motivations, which I did not write down. Well, he was, so we find out what exactly the plan was and why there was only one apple, which is that there were actually two. There were two. And Calhane stole the first one because he was trying to Uh, incite a war between the two, the two communities uh of centaurs. Right, which he was well on his way to doing so. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, these children from Higglesworth School of mystical magically uh that's it that's the one so they were of course called in to mediate and it does make me wonder like was the war more important and these boys were being framed just to keep them out of the way right Mm. yeah we don't really know how much she knew yeah in Mm -hmm. advance and and how much of this was improvised jazz right And Fitz is able to see a lot, but not everything. Like, some things are still obscured, so. Exactly. So at least we have a taste of what his motivations were. Mm Mm-hmm. And then... And then... Fitz lets (laughs) Calhane know that he uh, failed him? Is that what he says? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you have failed me. It was very... I don't... don't, Maybe I'm the only one who watched Arrow. (laughs) Mm. But, like, the first couple of seasons, Arrow's whole thing was, uh, you have failed this city. Like well, uh, no, not Tangles. But then you know, like he was, he was well, he was a vigilante, so he was. It was not ending great for the people who had failed this city. But uh, gotcha. yeah, it was kind of, kind of like that. Mm. Well, yeah, because I thought it was an interesting thing for him to say. Yeah, yeah, I thought so too. Is there more there? Has Fitzroy been a pawn this whole time? Mm. I mean, probably. I feel like he's been. We well, we've got well. This is diving well, into things, so because you got chaos, you got wild magic, you got Phoronimus, you got mm-hmm. there's a lot going on in Fitzroy's so life many. that mm-hmm. I don't think he's even aware of. So maybe that is it. Like you, I thought we were going to be bros, and you failed me. So there it goes. Ugh. There goes. That's that the hand. noise it made too. Uh huh. <laughs> Which let's so there's still fighting happening everywhere. Like, oh, yeah, the centaurs are in battle. Like, everyone, like, there's a hawk flying around with a bag that's, like, dodging shit. It's and cartoony so- over there. It's, it's fun and cartoony. And then all of a sudden, everybody stops everything. Holy it's that shit. Sound just scratch out. noise yeah. of, like, uh-huh. <laughs> what happened over there? Are you kidding me? Although- everyone and- is horrified. They are. And it's the same kind of fear that Sylvia Knight had emitted. But she got turned uh-huh. into the back from a catfish. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, I can see being uh-huh. fairly. I mean, you know, just even the context of whoa, that dude ripped that other dude's hand off is pretty bad. But like the fact that they're like, is that a college kid? Like, right? You know? Yeah. Look at this Gen Z just tearing arms <laughs> off. Well, and even then, it's Fitzroy tearing off a hand, which is 
metal wow. in itself. But <laughs> then on top of it, he just holds out his arm as Fearbird comes and perches oh, on his glove. My and here God. comes Argo sliding in. I imagine him like kind of like deathly sliding in along the bottom to like, ooh, put out that yeah. burning bag. And then there's steam and there's this music going this is on like in the, the slow motion like cool and there's definitely right. like one bloodhawk cry in the background even though the bird's not doing anything oh yeah power poses yeah. all mm-hmm. this is the most capable they have ever been oh and they look mm-hmm. so damn good oh my gosh someone is like making a watercolor of this <laughs> as like in game and in life there- as we speak <laughs> there's absolutely a centaur just He's in the back frantically sketching while everyone else is fighting around him. Uh Yes. (laughs) Like, wait a minute. I want to capture this. We're going to want this for later. Right. It's like um, the people in court that have Mm -hmm. to, like, draw. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's their job. I almost said centardist, but that's not really... (laughs) That's nothing. (laughs) God, you guys, the puns. We're really on it today. Oh, my God. And it makes for a beautiful (sighs) picture again. That one's getting framed and hung mm-hmm. up for sure framed like <laughs> calhane tried to frame the thundermen oh and i oh yeah intimidation checks all over admit the place that it. they are just blazing through mm-hmm. and yeah calhane admits to stealing the apple stealing the second apple framing the thundermen uh trying to start mm-hmm. a war yeah yeah sorry my notes were blah 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 <laughs> like i should probably have written actual things there <laughs> That works too, though. That works. Again, this is also teamwork. We got you. Thank you. Well, and I also really like, as all of this is happening, we went from this really, like, old school 80s cartoon metal <laughs> music realness to now this, like, kind of mm-hmm. creepy, low music. This, like, mm-hmm. shift in the entire atmosphere as these, like, consequences are setting in and everybody is scared and intimidated because not only is he admitting all this stuff, but it's... He's being made to do so by Fitzroy, who is being kind of lighthearted about it, but everybody's terrified yeah. of him now. Uh-huh. I think it's scarier that he's, you know, kind of... Ju- well, I mean, yeah, he, that he, he like, says that he's... I mean, I don't know if that was meant to be in-game or not. I sort of assumed that maybe it was, because it seemed like it was in character voice, that uh, Fitzroy says it's a prank um, when he rubs the hand off. You know, so he kind of pivots <laughs> like he's he's having this badass moment. And he's still in that moment yeah. from everybody else's standpoint, but he's acting more like a like a, a young person again. And that is somehow scarier right. because then he really seems mm-hmm. like sure. you don't, I mean, st- that's some real wild magic for you. You don't know what this guy's going to do. Right. Yeah, and it seems almost like mm-hmm. flippant. Like it's, mm-hmm. what else is he going to do then? Right. Like this ain't even nothing. I'm not right. even concerned about this. And luckily Fitzroy notices this. He notices this shift and the way people are looking at him, which can be thrilling but at the same time there's Mm -hmm. still a job to do and this truth still has to come out so Mm -hmm. they do get the confession and we still have this apple business to take care of that's almost word for word what i have (laughs) in my notes ah (laughs) sisters (laughs) and what's also like althea who could arguably be the most powerful person Mm -hmm. here sure i would i would guess i would guess she's part of the hog she is visibly shaken by right. everything. Right. And yeah, lets them know, like, you know, the hand and the glove need to be destroyed. And thankfully, the destroying of them does relieve Fitz of his curse. Mm-hmm. So yeah. hooray. Uh. Now now he just has a weird emblem on his collarbone. Yeah. I mean, own it, boy. 
Right. Remember that time I got cursed? LOL. It's like, yeah. Oh, check this out. <laughs> Poor Althea. I mean, I think uh, you, we don't really know why she was there, but this may have been sort of more like a chaperone for the school field trip kind <laughs> oh, of a deal. True. And now she's got to handle all of this. Just oh, frantically so looking through of. her uh, her waivers. <laughs> this is cover. Oh, God. What? Okay. Well, this one needs a parent signature. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Well. <laughs> well, and that's what I wonder, too, because when going back to when Argo first attacked Calhane and was like, I'm going to try to chop his entire hand up. I was like, well, that's um, because <laughs> in my mind, I was like, you could have just grabbed the glove off of him. But it turns out he knew. Somehow he knew. They yeah. needed both pieces. Yeah. Well, I guess it was probably. Well, I don't know. See, I was going to say, I guess it's faster to just kind of go for the whole shebang, but maybe not. I mean, I mean <laughs> taking a glove off is probably easier uh, overall. Probably. But when you're in the midst of battle, who's you got know. the time and the finesse when it's just as easy to fling a sword at him? He, you know, and he ended up being correct. Mm-hmm. So there you go. The ends justify it's, the means. It's that sidekick instinct. He knew. He was like, you attacked my boy? You bonesed my boy with that Whoa. person? Well, I mean, hand? it definitely was like, that was an obvious villain kind of accessory. Like, I, I think it would have been logical in that moment to be like, oh, this seems like it's relevant. I mean, unless right. the dude's in an emo band For or sure. something. Like, why is he wearing one black leather glove? Moon mm-hmm. is about to roll up in here with one black leather glove. Wait for it. He's got the other one. <laughs> it's like, hey, I saw this. It looked cool. <laughs> but burning the hand does make him feel better. And Althea does a mass healing. Everybody, let's... Everyone hold hands. LOL. Get refreshed. Everybody grab a juice box. You invited. should always get a, a good mass healing word in before a meeting. You know, that and donuts, you know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, get some donuts, get some juice. Let's all go to a a (laughs) non-on-fire tent. (laughs) And we get back to the original point Uh, of this whole thing. Finally. Uh, uh. We've had a lot of fun chopping off hands and scaring the shit out of everybody and turning into birds. (laughs) But now let's get back to talking about the spirit and these apples. I thought it was a great deduction of Argo to figure out that, like, the the spirit needs a sacrifice it doesn't need to be the apple and the sacrifice can't be one of you giving up your Mm -hmm. reign to be a part of a team i really like that angle yeah Yeah, Mm -hmm. you know we should give argo more credit for being a smart guy he's a smart guy he's an insightful person he's a smart little cookie i don't think we've ever said otherwise i just think sometimes (laughs) it takes Sometimes his genius isn't immediately obvious. Yes. He takes the long way around a lot of the time is what what I'm trying to say. And, you know, sometimes he is just throwing spaghetti at the wall and this is a piece that's stuck. (laughs) (laughs) But luckily, we do have both Mm -hmm. apples and our boys do still need one. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, they do refuse. Like, no, I don't Mm want to give up power. I don't want to give up power. Me, me, me. And Fitz is like, fucking enough, chomp. Guess what? There we go. And even here, like, because I took these notes as I was listening the first time and I wrote, nice work, babe. I bet Higgs can still use that. Because <laughs> he bit it and spit it yeah. out. Right. Like, as long uh-huh. as he didn't eat it. Because mm-hmm. that was boy. my immediate thought. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, wait. Like, if uh-huh. it's all there, hopefully yes. it's not the juice yeah. that you need. It was very, it was a ballsy move. Blame it on his it juice. Was a, it was a cool move to do. It was. Uh-huh. Especially because, like, yeah, I mean, they needed something to shake them out of being dug yes. in and refusing now they have to figure out how to compromise uh-huh because right. guess what now there's still only one apple mm-hmm. can you two be adults and talk about this mm-hmm. and it turns out they can mm-hmm. 
Now here I have systemic change is possible, but takes time. It takes time. Mm-hmm. So let's keep going. And they go all night. They go all as night. As Fitz goes to sleep hard. Poor all baby. Night. Yeah, they're talking like adults. Fitz is sleeping like a baby. <laughs> and he does... He doesn't dream, but chaos just keeps winking at him is how right? that sounded. The way the way Travis worded that. Uh-huh. Wink, wink. It's like, God, get away from me. Like, hey. I had to rewind it the first time just to make sure that he, he did say winking and not blinking. Uh-huh. And I, I, was, uh-huh. I, I, I thought it was winking. And then I was like, wait, no, maybe I misheard that. But no, just a little nope. bit of sass in there. Just oh, a little chaos. chaotic wink. Not just ominous, but sassy ominous. Mm-hmm. The best kind. So he gets a cool 12 hours, mm. like I think you'd need after, mm-hmm. after, what a day. Oh my goodness, you've been through so much, Fitzroy. And he wakes and, up, uh, Althea's next to him, and so is Argo. Oh my goodness. You girls, listen, everybody, the way he says, we've got to stop meeting like this, listen, regardless Reller. of whether or not you ship these two, it's very cute. It is. And, and you know I ship the hell out of these two. And Fearbog. Oh, yeah. Don't worry, babe. I see you over there watching the door. <laughs> and he's back as a Fearbog. No longer yeah. <laughs> He does make it clear. He hung out as a bird for a little bit, I'm sure, because he's like, well, this is fun. Um, and what what that, uh, with the the change, the wild change, I can't remember the exact name of it. It is oh. a wild hour. shape. <gasps> oh. Yeah, wild shape. There we go. So he has to hold it for that long. No, you can change back any time, oh, okay. but like that's the length of time. So it's okay. it's a little bit of an animorphs, like two it, hours or stuff forever. Yeah. But it is one hour and now you're changed back, regardless of if you wanted to or not. Okay. <laughs> it's the slightly opposite, similar vein, slightly opposite to yes. animorphs. Got it. I kind of imagine him like not remembering to change back, just not really caring or thinking about it, and just uh-huh. sort of, you know, basically like it's, shrugging yes. and then he's a he's a fear bulk again. Right, catching those sweet up drafts. Hopefully he was <laughs> towards the ground when it I, did happen. I want full on, he was like perched on a branch somewhere and then just like, <laughs> like That's the exactly how down. it happened. <laughs> but yeah, so Fearbulk is back as his beautiful Fearbulk self. And I like this because Fitzroy does, he acknowledges the help that Argo was trying to give him while he was obviously uh, grappling with chaos itself. Mm-hmm. And I like this kind of to be continued we have on this conversation that they both acknowledge that they have to have. Mm-hmm. But not right now. Because right now, Argo, did you pick up that apple? <laughs> <laughs> this was such a power move from Griffin. Like, not his first of the episode, but just using using the mending spell in this way. of like I mean, so we knew good. it was coming, but it's still like in the moment. I'm like, ah, oh, dang, that's really smart. I really, it, I really like it that. It really is. Well, because I thought, you know, because we kept wondering, you know, if you cut this apple in half, can you still use mm-hmm. these two halves? Mm-hmm. I never even thought of a mending spell to, like, put it back together. Right. And the mending spell is usually kind of like, I mean, not a joke, but a little bit of like a what's that really good for kind of basic uh-huh. spell. It's not, it's not one of the kind of exciting ones, like making yeah. your hands burst into flames or whatever, you know, it's, it's not, <laughs> sure. um, it's not immediately clearly useful and cool. But if you mm-hmm. use it in a smart way like this, then it is really powerful. Yeah. 
And a lot of times I feel like, yeah, we just want to use it as a a textile thing. Like, oh, let's just fix this shirt up real quick. Great. (laughs) Exactly that. What a clever way to use it, Mm -hmm. Fitzroy. I am glad it worked because who? Yeah. (laughs) What if they missed a bit of Apple? (laughs) I would be like, oh, no. Swallowed a bit. Won't let him see that Little mouse ran up and grabbed some of it. (laughs) No. Sorry. I also got distracted because I was like, is it one hour or two hours? So I had to look up Wild Shape. (laughs) And... (laughs) So here, here, I'll, I'll just jump back for a second and give a brief. You can stay in a B-shape for a number of hours equal to half your druid level. I don't even know what level they're at. Round it down. Oh, yeah. You then revert to your normal form unless you expend another use of this feature you can use twice a day. And, of course, everything changes as levels go up. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. But, yes, so there is a limitation. I just want to say this in case there's any, you know, little push-up-the-glasses-actually situations <laughs> happening in houses um, or cars or walks right now so i I see you (laughs) i recognize you and yes wild shape has limitations but it is dependent upon the level that you are at thank you for that clarification no problem where were we well we have a full apple and now (laughs) it turns out those two crazy kids i think they're gonna be all right these centaurs oh my gosh just just like they've they've mended this apple they're also on their way to mending hearts Uh. it's it's gonna be that easy (laughs) i kind of wanted them to not get back together i'll be terrible (laughs) i think you know i was kind of not sure of how this would go either because you don't want it to be like a simple like quick fix like oh turns out we've always been in love and i've never been mad it's like Mm -hmm. no they're all they're both still mad they're both trying to get what they want but Mm -hmm. i like that the way that they ended up coming to it and being like we'll help them with their hunts and we'll help them you know what i mean it became this like mutual it was way more talk than just right with (laughs) a symbiotic relationship yeah yeah (laughs) we we don't need to read the seeds and da 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 although i still think they could have cut it read it maybe they still will and yeah but cut it read it Stew your mama's credit and then give it over to the spirit of the Scarlet Woods. Your mama. (laughs) Now the centaurs are mad again. Damn it. (laughs) We have too much fun. So that's all solved, but. Assignment complete. Good job, everybody. Extra credit for love. Absolutely. Good thing the Fearbog asked because now he can say for sure I will get that extra credit. Mm -hmm. And there is one other thing we still have to do. Time to find out what Calhane have... knows exactly mm. and what he was up to. Yeah. Now this this was interesting to me. I I I thought this I, was a very interesting move. Me too. Go for it. It's they're showing their cards very early to Phoronimus. That's Fro- what I thought too. That's what like, I thought too. Why wouldn't you go? Of back? course, quick shout out to the fact that Argo tried to scare him into thinking they were going to kill him. I don't oh, know. Yeah. <laughs> He's already scared, but I love the enthusiasm. Thank you so much, Argo. But yes. It, this was handled very weirdly to me. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, I mean, I, I trust Justin and his choices pretty implicitly, but he does sometimes, I think, in campaigns really surprise me with what those decisions mm-hmm. are. And I, I think, yeah. I, not that I think that he didn't think it through, because I think he must have, but I don't, from my standpoint, I'm like, wait, are you sure? Like, why yeah. do you want to have him talk to Phoronimus? Because, like, he's going to find this out, for sure, that this didn't mm-hmm. work, and he's going to find out yes. that they were involved. But he was probably not going to find out that they had used the mirror and found out because Calhane didn't right. know. Right. Yeah. Nobody so knew. I think, yeah, that's exactly it. Because I think, like, I would have asked first. I would have talked to Calhane first and been like, who are you working for? What do they want? Like, get as much yeah. as you can out of it. 
So that was, yeah, interesting to me that immediately we were showing these cards. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess you could make an argument that the fear bulk is incredibly direct and he doesn't like lying sure. in deception. It's something he, that he can't hmm. do. So maybe the sure. idea of holding your cards back and not simply, you know, approaching this problem I mean, head on would, would be in character. That's fair. That's a fair argument. I don't know. I'm I'm intrigued by it. I mean, it's definitely a power move yeah. on some level. I know. But I, Right. I know. I just, I, I'm lamenting the loss of what information we could have gotten mm. only because then, of course, once the person on the mirror knows, who, again, sounds like Veronimus, but are we certain? Yeah. I don't know. Also, yeah, the fact that then Calhane oozes out, Oof. and that's where I'm mm. like, was he possessed? Was he one of these shadow demon creatures that we found at the imp hospital you know what i mean like how is this all tied together yeah i wasn't sure if it was meant to be like this is just the effect of this dark magic kind of way of killing him at a distance or whether he was he Mm. was actually being controlled right yeah i was i wasn't sure on that either yeah i mean it also seems like they now have a risk uh another risk factor which is that they have to get this apple back and now Fast. he knows that everything's gone sideways. He knows, he yeah. probably knows that they have the apple. And he, he Phoronimus knows that they know what's going on and that they're directly involved. And mm-hmm. it seems like they've mm-hmm. made themselves more vulnerable by doing that. Right. How do you get back into the school and get the apple to Higglemas? Yeah. Right. Now that he just while, knows. While Head Honcho, right. possible demon yeah. prince, hmm, yeah. is now looking for you. Basically, it's like, yep, see you in class, bitches. Yeah. Right. We also definitely still don't know what he's up to at all. Like, we have no idea Mm -hmm. what the overarching plan here is because, you know, I mean, he mentions that he's going to move the timeline up a bit, but we don't know the timeline for what. We don't. Exactly. And and it's not really even clear in, from context whether he's upset about when Calhane tells him about the curse. Is he upset because it was a bad plan, or is he right. upset because right. he was targeting Fitz? Ooh. Yeah, or something else. I think you know? right, and I think that that's exactly it. it because like even Calhane's plan that he came here to enact was like so discord. Make these two tribes fight each other. Keep like essentially make this war. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't even that the kids were necessarily involved in it. Although we have to assume, again, because Fitzroy was brought specifically to the school, that there might be some other thread there that, like, Phoronimus mm-hmm. does know. And so, it, exactly, then it comes back to the fact that he could be mad that he tried to curse Fitzroy. Yeah, I mean, I think you have to assume that somebody who has an evil plan... Basically, either the chaos is going to be a significant disadvantage and Fitz is now going to be a major threat, or something that maybe makes more sense is, does the chaos kind of do something good for the villain? Like, is this what they want? Yeah. Um, Is it even directly related somehow that, like, they need Fitz to to be more chaotic and become more powerful? We just don't know. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know, but... uh... I think the fear bulb is right, and we might have a detention next time. <laughs> and that's it for this doozy of an episode. Is there anything that we forgot to mention right. that we would like to bring up now? The one thing I want to say. First yeah. of all, I was, I was pretty much wrong about everything about this arc, except for <laughs> the fact that it was going to be at least four to five episodes. That is true. Every other thing, totally wrong. And I had to laugh about that. <laughs> well, because what were your other things? Um, hold on. Where was it? 
I just said, my goodness, I was wrong so many times. Oh, because I yelled and I was like, there's only one apple. Get Uh, it together. Get it through your pretty little heads. Nope, two (laughs) apples. Uh, The whole, it it was definitely not Calhane that cursed him Mm. because he's so inept. (laughs) Nope. Like, (laughs) no one trusts me. That only come to you when we need an idea of how long we think something will take. <laughs> I'm going to be around the ballpark on that. Anything Perfect. else? No. Terrible. <laughs> well, good work on the the number of episodes again. Yeah. Thank you. I don't know why I thought that would be a fast one. But no, that was that was a good, good little arc. And even then, I'm like, are we going to immediately be back at the school next time? Probably. Can't wait to see where we start off. Wouldn't it be great if there was a filler episode where they have to go into town and find new horses because they're Maybe. all rented out. What about that uh, <laughs> ogre? It was an ogre, right, that they charmed? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's still out there. Gosh, well. we had a lot of fun this trip. Ooh, and a missing sentinel. <gasps> That's true. Ooh, where did they go? Ooh. I assume they're we- dead and it was just supposed to be framing them, in fact, for stealing the apple. But well, why wouldn't you also make that one dead and available? Maybe they're tied up somewhere. <laughs> Who knows? This Anne. <laughs> dead and available, tied up somewhere. Where are we anymore? <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, I do have one more thing I want to just bring up again, just to keep in everybody's minds, because I had already forgotten about it as we were listening to this episode. But once again, I still think it's interesting that Higgle, wait. Higglemas? Higglemas needs this apple. Again, why does he know that he needs this apple? Just a thing to, hmm. again, keep thinking about. Mm-hmm. I mean. Just again, because if nobody else has handled these things. Right. You have a recipe. Sometimes you can't make substitutions. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, maybe you know? the, the magic potion has to be in the form of like an apple pie and, and it has to be a magic apple. Mm. Yeah. It could be it. And he maybe he just figures it's clearly a very powerful apple. Could be. But powerful apple, powerful pie. It sounds like an item from Breath of the Wild. <laughs> so we'll see. Just a thing that I just want to keep. Again, little corner of the murder board. Just put a picture of a pie. Put a picture of an apple pie next to the picture of a dog. We'll figure it out later. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, I think that that's all I've got. And in that case, let's go to the polls. Okay, so last time we asked how you would try to save your sweet friend from a nasty curse. And you know what? It was almost a tie, but lovingly threatening your friend beat out feeding them pepperoni gorp by just a hair. (laughs) God, we love that pepperoni gore. <laughs> that goes on to something. Thank you so much, everybody, for voting. And this time, whose style are you most excited to see at the beach party? We'll have that pull up <laughs> over on our Twitter, at Romancing Zone. And listen, before we go, we just want to take a quick moment to say up front that Black Lives Matter, and we support everyone who is fighting to make these much-needed changes. Also, we are going to continue adding to the thread that we started on Twitter of shops we like and information we think is good to share if you want to go check that out. And hey, remember that this is a really important time to listen to other voices, to try to uplift other people, and, uh, you know, it's an ongoing process. It's not just a moment or a hashtag. Yeah, absolutely. Mm Mm-hmm. So thank you, everybody, for all that you're doing. As always, take care of yourselves, take care of each other. And we love you. We love you. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you in two weeks. Till then, I'm Mel Bailey. I'm Brittany Bailey. And I'm Ann Kern. And we've been Romancing the Zone. Ooh.